Hello and welcome to a special holiday edition of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. <laughs> I, I forget holiday jingles. Um, and I've forgotten everything that I had planned for this. Uh, damn it. You've been so focused on being a mage, haven't you? I, I truly have. This is today was the first day that I updated the, our quick ref sheets in months. <laughs> but we're not going to worry about the quick, quick ref sheets right now because we're going back in time. Back to before Sinnoh even began celebrating their 1,000 year anniversary of being founded. And we are going to go zoom in on one young Mr. Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel, first. where were you last holiday season? I was at the ranch with my family. Thankfully, this is one of the years that there was no big emergencies that required all hands on deck. So my family's at home, taking care of the, their ranch, everything at the ranch at home. Doing a little bit extra work because we let all the workers have holidays off. Just one of the one of the loyal ones. I'm. Gabriel keeps on forgetting his name, so that's why I don't have a name for this person stuck around to help with the extra stuff. <laughs> we'll name him... Wilfred. Okay. He's an old man, his family, his, 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 son, his, his children are, have moved away from the city, so yeah, he's just sitting at home. So that's why he, he, he was stubborn and decided, like, no, no, I'm gonna help you guys out and everything. And my mom and dad are trying to make Christmas dinner, which never succeeds. Always ends up in yeah. Yep. It's getting to the point where they're about to give up. So yeah, so you're sitting in the I know, I guess you'd be outside helping with some of the Pokemon, and yeah. uh, when you look, glance towards your house you see some smoke starting to billow out of the windows. I grab a couple of the couple of the water Pokemon I can just in case and come in. <laughs> and you see your mom, Sophie, and she's pulling this blackened heap out of the oven and, like, waving her, her oven mitt around, trying to clear some of the smoke. <laughs> is everything okay? I mean, if you want to look on the bright side, technically it is better than last year. Yeah, the, there's, there's no staining or warping of the walls yet. Um, well, sorry, I... I know every year me and your father promise you a nice home-cooked Christmas dinner, a nice holiday dinner, but I, I don't think it's going to work out this year either. That's okay. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. Well, fortunately, we, were, we had foresight. We, we used foresight, and your dad already went out to pick up some takeout just in case. He, <laughs> he was sitting at the store waiting, and he, he's probably like, we cut over to Jubilife, and he's just like waiting for the phone call at a takeout place. <laughs> Luckily, there's a city, or there's still somebody in the city that's actually open to cook the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not not everyone in Sinnoh celebrates the holidays at the same time, so Yeah, you're right, you're right. There's all of the Johto-style takeout places? Yeah. Like, oh, damn it. No, I can't think of anything witty right now. Battle Subway. No, that's Unova. <laughs> that's an Unovan restaurant chain. <laughs> It's branching out. Oh, they could have restaurants there. They could, the yeah. Yep. 
McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. yeah. When all else fails, just go with McDonald's. The golden woos. <laughs> <laughs> Their slogan is "Ooh, ooh I'm loving it." <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I gotta get around that copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Or S S B D Sino Fry Deli Bird <laughs> Canto Fried Pidgey. Yeah, kill that too. <laughs> so your dad's picking up some Canto Fried Pidgey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Wilford come follows your way in. Oh, what's going on? I saw some smoke coming out. Is everything okay in here? No, uh, just the same old. To a lesser degree this year, fortunately. You know, back in my day, we, my entire family would have these huge gatherings, and we'd all sit around the table and eat the Christmas deli bird together. But now they've all moved on. I'm so glad that your family's invited me to stay with you for the holidays. Well, you, be- you basically become family to us, so... Plus, you're so insistent on staying, even though we're giving you paid leave. Oh, yes, well, it's perfectly all right. I'm glad that you've invited me, and you're such good people helping all of these poor Pokemon. Many people wouldn't give them the time of day, and it just warms my heart that you've opened up your home for them in this cold winter. Well, they certainly need the help, and as you said, there's not too many other people out here who's willing to do the job. Um, and then you hear a knock at the door. I'll get it. And <laughs> and you open it up and you see a man in a big red coat with a whole bunch of white stuff all over his face. Santa? No, young man, it's Professor Rowan! And then he <laughs> lifts a hand and he like wipes all of the snow off of his face and you see his oh. slightly smaller beard and hair. Oh, there we go. Oh, Gabriel, I can't believe you didn't recognize me and you did. You forgot that I said I was coming over today. Oh, right. Sorry, they got caught up with things. Now, I'm here, I'm here to talk to you about... Oh, my goodness, what is that smell? Zophie, have you been cooking again? <laughs> Trying. Yes, well, it's it. Don't worry. It's everything's under control. Yes, well, I don't want to, as the kids say, throw shade. <laughs> but I do want to reiterate that I was the one who told you you should not be taking Chimchar as your starter, and aren't you glad that you listened to my advice? <laughs> yes, that would be a god. That 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 is a that can be considered a godsend. Yeah, yes, I know. You you saw at a young age that I wasn't necessarily to be trusted around fires. I'm not sure how you figured that out. Oh, well, you see, young lady, a professor's job to know what each child needs. Now, Gabriel, how many gym badges have you gotten so far? None. I, I, haven't, I haven't been out yet. I haven't adventured yet. My goodness, but you're almost 16! Back in my day, children started their Pokemon journeys when they were 10! And then Wilfred pipes up, Yes, and when I was a Pokemon trainer, I started at 5 years old! 
It was nothing but me, the skid on my back, and a wormpo that I dragged out of the forest. <laughs> when was... When was Pokeballs created? Don't, wasn't Pokeballs made back then? Oh, sure, if you wanted the easy way out. Oh my. <laughs> Catch up with your bare hands. <laughs> with your ursaring hands. <laughs> but me and, me and Silver have been together through thick and thin for over 70 years now. And he gestures to the couch, and there's, like, this little bundle of blankets wrapped around this, like, <laughs> old grayish-purple Pokemon with big yellow eyes. And she's like, Darstox! <laughs> oh, I can only imagine to have a relationship with a Pokemon for that long. Yes, well, Gabriel, you certainly seem to have been warming up to that Krabby that you rescued, is that right? Yes, I'm taking very good care of him. Unfortunately, I mean, we had to amputate to the point where the, the, the claw will not regenerate as Krabbies do. Which, side note, out of character, I had I actually took a look at the Pokedex and realized they do regenerate. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm fixing that right now. <laughs> Listen, the, the Pokedex is 70% lies. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's compiled by children. By children. <laughs> I had a friend correct me. He's like, hey, why hasn't your Krabby's claw grown back yet? He's like, what? <laughs> no, we had to cut it off like almost right near right near the, sh- the shoulder blade. So it will not regenerate. Yes, and unfortunately there are some things that not even the wonders of the Pokemon world can heal. But I'm sure with your help your Krabby will be able to be quite a formidable opponent for anyone you face during your journey. May I have a look at the young creature? Oh, certainly. Yo, claw! And do you have him in your place, Pokeball, or is he no. just out and about? It's a holiday, so I'm gonna keep him out. Okay, so he scuttles out. And, and uh, Professor Rowan, he kneels down and he holds a hand out to Claw. And Claw, like, makes a little gesture mm-hmm. and then kind of stops. Mm-hmm. And you realize that he's trying to hold out the Claw that he doesn't have anymore. <laughs> and he just kind of, like, his eye stalks droop and he just kind of holds out the other Claw. Oh, don't don't worry, young critter. I'm with your. I'm sure with Gabriel's training, you'll be able to make this claw just as strong as the other one. <laughs> Hang on, I have to gargle now. <laughs> and you don't have to worry, Krabby. I will be your. I'll be your second claw for whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, so when are you planning on beginning your Pokemon journey then, if you haven't already? Well, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably head out this, this summer or spring. Mm, yes, it sounds like that would be a good time to begin. You know, many, many a trainers are probably going to be beginning next year because of all the festivities we'll have for the celebration of Sinnoh's 1000th anniversary. Oh, yes, yes. I have no that, idea where this voice is going, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I decided to rec- I made Rowan too old and t- daughtery before. I want him to be a little less ridiculous. Old and daughter. <laughs> Recon. The first three episodes of this podcast don't count. They're a suggestion. No, yeah, no, this would, this would be a great opportunity. 
there's a few other play, ex expeditions my family can go on without, you know, having to worry about me, you know, being dragged behind. I still need to learn some of the things so that you're not constantly needing to tutor me. Oh, don't worry, Gabriel. You're doing great. And, you know, I'm sure at some point in your travels, you're going to find your way in Pastoria. So you can totally check out the other, the rest of the Ranger HQ if that's still something you're interested in, too. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I'm certain my journey will take me there at some point in time. Uh, and then there's another knock at the door. And your dad walks in. He's also covered in snow. There's a really big storm going on outside right now. <laughs> and he's got arm loads, like the big bags of KFP. <laughs> alright, alright kids, time to dig into our holiday dinner. And, uh, Sophie, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a slugma outside who would appreciate that, well, what remains of the planning. <laughs> I, I think he's, 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 he's already anticipated that this was coming, so. And you look out the window and you just see, like, one of the little yellow eyes just Poking up. <laughs> I'll go and help Wolford out and give uh, all the other Pokemon their, their supper before attending to mine. So, Gabriel, you and Wilford go outside. The wind is blowing snow all over the place. Uh, some of the Pokemon are outside. Like, there's some Swinub that were dropped off because the owner couldn't care for them. There's um, a Mareep that was found lost in the mountains, but, like, it seems to like the cold, and it doesn't want to be trimmed at all, so it's just staying there. <laughs> this is extra fluffy. There's Bergmite, because Bergmite just show up sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but most of the Pokemon are in their enclosures, in their little, uh, sh the sheds, so that they can stay warm. The, slug the Slugma's also swirling around out there and you actually see that it, it, it only does have the one eye <laughs> but it just certainly not slowed down it's just kind of like yeah. squiggling all over the place leaving a trail of steam and like frozen <laughs> wa water that immediately freezes behind it <laughs> creating one of those puzzle paths that I have to freaking figure out how to slide to the sheds <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I eventually make my way you know when you first get into the slugs like here's the leftovers slog <laughs> It's just one that, like, jaw... It doesn't even have a jaw, it just kind of... It's like magnetic putty. <laughs> I'm going to the shed and grabbing the, the specific berries and nutrients that each specific Pokemon needs and getting to the sheds and tending to that. Going out to the farther sheds, that way Wilford doesn't have to. He can tend to the Pokemon that are outdoors. After doing so, then I, I, I return back to the house. Alright, and does your family have any holiday traditions? No, nothing really beyond the beyond the tree. Which we've we've decorated uh, by this point, I'm assuming. Like to do it earlier whenever we have a chance whenever we're in the house. Uh other than that there really isn't too much because given how they're always constantly on the road, they don't they don't try to do anything really time consuming just so that way we can enjoy the time that we have before anything does suddenly occurred because there have been Christmases where we've had to leave halfway through to go deal with something. And actually you do start here as you come back inside you hear your parents talking on one of the video phones <laughs> and you hear your dad saying I know I know it's an issue but isn't there someone else who can take this call? I mean we this is the first holiday that we've been able to spend together as a family in quite some time and we were truly hoping that we'd be able to stay home. And on the other end, you hear another voice is like, 
Listen, August, I know that this is an important thing, but there are Pokémon that require your help, and there are many natural disasters occurring with weather the severe. I, I, I'm a little, a little stunned by you having, uh, having heard that. I hesitate a little bit thinking of how to react. Um, I try to be supportive and say, like, if... If you two need to go out somewhere, it sounds like people need you. And your parents turn around. They didn't see you there, and you're, they both look pretty crestfallen, and your mom walks over and is like, Oh, honey, I, I wish that we could stay, but even if we did say no, even if we refused, then the entire time, I feel like we'd just be worried about what was happening to those Pokemon in danger. There's... There are trees that have been blown over by the wind, and they could be crushing some Pokemon. People, even, could be in danger out there. There's risks of avalanches, and normally that's only something that we have to worry about north here of here, but with all the snowfall building up on the Orberg Gate, and the Indy trying to help relocate some of the fossil Pokemon, it's just... There's so much going on, and I wish we could stay here with you, but you... You understand, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, and I mean, I'm going to have to be used to being apart from you for a while now because I'm going to be starting on my adventure. I I am a little sad, but I understand that there's Pokemon out there out there that are, are going to suffer if there's nobody out there to save them. Well, and Pokemon and people alike. And then your dad comes up and is like, "You're, you're a good young man, Gabriel," and. This doesn't make it any better, and I wish that we could spend the holidays like together again. We'll try, we'll try to be back by tomorrow if we can, and if this doesn't work, then New Year's, and if that doesn't work, then we'll definitely make sure that we're there to see you off when you start your Pokemon journey. But re rest assured, one of these days we're gonna have a family holiday together, and it's gonna be great. I'm sure it will. And I'm sure by that time I'll have plenty of stories on my adventure. That's the spirit, son. <laughs> and so your parents suit up in their ranger gear. They go back outside. Rowan and Wilfred are still there. And Rowan kind of pats your shoulder and is like, Gabriel, you're, you're a very fine young man. And you're going to make an excellent trader one day. And I'm clearly not a substitute for your parents. But hopefully me, with me and Wilfred around, we can tell you some of the stories of when we were young Pokemon trainers. I've 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 heard a few from Wilfred, and I remember most of what I was awake for. But he is interesting nonetheless. And Wilfred hears this like, oh well, maybe I'll tell you this again. This is the story of when I single-handedly defeated Team Rocket. Slowly oh, pan out. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, so we pan out of that scene. And as we do, we fly over to... Hey, was Julian in Sinnoh by the time... By this time, or was uh, he still in Alola? By now, they would have been in Eternal. So, but also, Mom and Dad would have been gone. Oh, yeah. Like, months into their expedition. So, Julian, you're in the apartment that you've been put up in in Eterna for a little bit now. And... How were things... First of all, are you the only one there or is any of your family around? Uh, June is off doing... Like, she's too busy with, uh, with being a Pokemon trainer right now. Like, I, I assume she's, like, on some sort of, like, a battle circuit, like, competition kind of thing. While, uh... Yeah, it's just me and Danielle. 
We're just hanging out. And Dan, so let's say Danielle is, um, she's shaking the presents underneath the little tree, trying to figure out what they are. Um, are you watching her or are you not, like, paying attention to something else? Uh, I think, I think, uh, Julian's, uh, he's on his phone right now, and he's just, uh, messaging, uh, uh, I think he's messaging one of the professors, because he ha- he has a gift for Danielle that is somewhat living. <laughs> so, Professor Kakui would it be, or? Uh, I th- yeah, 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 it's Kukui. So, Kukui's messaging you back, Hey, Julian, how are things going over there? Oh, it's going all right, Kukui. Uh, how's the wife? <laughs> oh, she's great, she's great. She's uh, stuck up in the lab doing research, but she promised me that she was going to be available for Christmas Eve t- tonight. Nice, nice. Uh, so, about the present for Danny, uh, could you send that over? Oh, don't worry, don't worry, it's gonna be on there in, like, just a few minutes, just hold on tight, kid. Alright, cool, should I head down to the Pokemon Center, like, right now? No, no, you you just wait there, I'll let you know when you can come down. Okay, cool, thank you. Um, and then you hear some, like, glass shatter, and you... (laughs) You turn to look at Danielle, and she's just holding one of the presents, and she's like... It's fine. And she puts it back. <sighs> Good job. Thanks. <laughs> Listen, if it wasn't for me, then you wouldn't know which of these gifts are socks and sandals from Uncle Samson. I mean, fair. Okay. Uh... And, like, he wrapped them together. Like, he took the socks out of the package and he put them in the sandals. <laughs> what a fucking degenerate. <laughs> also, don't tell mom I said that. <laughs> yeah, well, there's not much I can tell her. <laughs> it just sadness falls across. Just... Shit. <sighs> when they leave, that was like what August? I think so. Hey, <sighs> last thing I got was on my birthday. Whatever. Hey, I'm going to step out for a little bit. Don't break anything else. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> and yeah, I go outside. Okay. And so are you, you're not on the ground floor, are you? Uh, I think I'm a few stories up. So okay. I'm just like. So you head to the elevator. Yeah. Or I'm, you... I'm walking. Okay. So you walk down the stairs and when you get down there, you see... Um, you get to the lobby and you see talking to, like, the receptionist or whatever, the door person, is a man in a big red coat with a big white bushy beard. Hmm. I'm staring at him very intently as I'm walking up. Just, hmm. Krampus? (laughs) And, And the man turns around and his coat... Swings open, and you catch the best abs you've ever seen. <laughs> oh! <laughs> My god! Kikui! Yeah, I go for a hug. <laughs> and Kikui pulls the fake beard off like, Ah, oh, Julian! And he hugs you back. <laughs> I didn't, you didn't say you were coming directly. Well, it's a holiday surprise, man! Oh, man, I well, fucking got me. Damn. Thanks. 
So you you got the toad out, right? Oh, for sure. And he uh, reaches into the sack that he had and he pulls out a Pokeball. And it's got like a little, like a stylized blue, like chompy mouth decoration on it. Perfect. This will be great for her starting, honestly. Okay, okay, but I came here to do the whole, like, thing with the Santa and the bag and everything. So, like, I'm going to get this beard back on, oh, and yeah. then, yeah. like, you go upstairs, and I'll be, like, two minutes behind you. All right, cool, cool. Got it. And I rush back upstairs, but then I, like, okay. <laughs> Walk in. And the tree is completely collapsed onto the ground. Ornaments have bounced everywhere. Jones just like... Uh, not even two minutes. Okay, okay. Listen, listen. Not, no, look. What? No, what? Look, look and listen. Look, look, looking. Possibly listen. I opened the window yeah? to get a nice breeze coming in. Okay. And a bird crow blew into the apartment. What? What? Why? Because, as Grandma always said... And then she does, like, that anime thing where they, like, completely transform into the person they're imitating. <laughs> Many years ago, our family wound up on the wrong side of a Pidgeotto, and from that day since, all bird Pokemon have tried to destroy us. <laughs> it's, uh, remember, we don't open the windows too far for those birds out there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a Pokemon version of Alfred Hitchcock. Like, name. Can't figure anything. Is there a chicken Pokemon? Uh, Torchic. <laughs> Alfred Torchic-cock? Just Alfred Torchic? Yeah, Alfred Torchic. Oh, that would work if you used Combuskin. You, you could have been still called KFC. Canto Fried Combuskin. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that The Murkrow is a famous poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Tikimon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, is it still here? Um. So here's the thing. Yes? <laughs> Eric! <laughs> and Eric jumps from... Where would Eric be? Uh, he would be probably on top of the fridge. Yeah. Like <laughs> so he wakes up. And he stretches. And then he just, like, falls off the fridge. But, like, how cats do with the fluid motion... <laughs> Like he's are. like a slinky off the fridge. <laughs> you okay? Letting. So there's a bird in here. You want to flush him out? <gasps> then, 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 then. And then he starts sniffing around and he just starts scooting about. Actually, you know what? Oh, I might actually have to make a roll for this. And he catches something, and he wa uh, wanders off to the bathroom. And, and while he's in there, you hear a knock on the door. I just creak it open. One minute. <laughs> so are you going to go investigate the bathroom? Yeah, I'm going to go investigate the bathroom. And so you look in there, and 
uh, Erica is sitting on the countertop, and there's a Murkrow there too. And they're just kind of playing around and like casually like batting each other with the wings or the paws, but like in a friendly like lit 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 Murkrow Murkrow. Oh, this is adorable. But I need you to leave, Mister Murkrow. Roll stealth. Oh, that's only a five. And uh, the Murkrow hears you, and its head swivels like it's the exorcist. And you feel yourself lose a year of life. <laughs> and it launches after you. <laughs> do you run or do you duck out of the way or how do you react? Uh, I run. <laughs> so you run, the Merkel flies after you, Litton is like completely shocked and is running after it. Merkel! Merkel! Litton! 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 It flies into the room. Danielle is like sitting there, like she's got a pillow over her head. Like, I told you, I told you, it's the curse. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Please, Mr. Burker, I need you to leave. And then the door bursts open. Ho ho! Holy smokes! Rock rough! Let's do this. And Santa Claus pulls Pokeball out. Rock rough! Hit him with a stone edge. And rock rough like these orange glowing rocks appear around it and they're like shaped like these wicked slabs of marble basically and it just yeets them directly at the Burkrow. Thunk right in the kisser and knocks it out of the window. Quick Danny, close the window! Okay, okay, okay! Shunk! Thanks, Santa! You really saved the day! Of course, it's what I do. Santa, what are you doing here? Well, Danielle, I heard that you're a very good girl this year. Yeah, yeah, I have been. I totally have been. And then she looks towards the the presents and she just kind of shoves them to the side. <laughs> and good call. And do you know what good little girls get on Christmas Eve? A call for mom and dad? And Santa kind of pauses and he sighs. Well, I'd love to give you a message from your parents, but it fell out of my sleigh. (laughs) And Danielle, like, she takes the cushion she was holding and she sits down and is like, that's okay, I know, I know you probably don't have anything for me, Professor. And he's like, Professor, I'm Santa Claus! Is his abs showing? Yeah, I, I saw your sweet abs when you let Rockruff out. Also, everyone knows that Santa only has Stantler. I mean, that's not... Uh, okay, that might be true. She, she's right. It's, yeah. it's, in, it's, in the, it's in the lab reports. Yeah. Burnett, Burnett wrote her dissertation on it. Anyways. And, anyway, and he pulls the beard off. Listen... 
Danny, I, I wish I had news on your parents, and we're still listening, and Olivia is watching all of the news reports, she's sending out feelers, Byron it keeps on looking for them, for anything that he can hear, but right now all we can do is hope that they're safe, and I do know for a fact that wherever they are, they're thinking of you and your brother and sister, and they're wishing that you can have, put aside all the sadness that you have and have a happy holiday. And I really do have a present for you. Really? Okay, yes. okay. I'm, I'm excited again. What's the present? What's the present? And he pulls out the Pokeball and hands it to her. This is going to be your first Pokemon. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Julian, did you know about this? Maybe. <laughs> Pokemon, I choose you! And she slam dunks it into the ground. OMG, it's a Toto Dial! How'd you know that that's what I wanted? Uh, correct. No, not very close. Uh, I just <laughs> took a wild guess. Literally, I actually took a wild guess. <laughs> He's so perfect! Wait, is he a boy? Yeah, it's a boy. He's so perfect! I'm gonna name you Zuko! Yeah! While that was, that was all going on, like, fixing the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Eric has just decided to clamp onto it. Yeah. And just, like, pull him off. What? Yeah, it's fine, buddy. What? Hey, go look at your new friend. What? And uh, he, he pads over and he says, Yeah, And Toto da, or Zuko is like, And he bubbles at Eric. <laughs> and Eric's like, like flying around, like runs runs off to your bedroom. Great star, good job. He's my favorite Pokemon ever now. Listen, Eric is great, but he belongs to you, and you're my brother, and there are rules. Fair, okay, whatever. And then Kikui is nodding solemnly, like she's right again. You have a very smart sister, Julian. So, uh, Julian, while, while you go, uh, handle your Pokemon, how about I whip us up some, uh, holiday treats? I got a mean recipe for hot cocoa I can whip up for ya. Ooh, that's a good idea. Good, you go ahead on that, Kukui. Danny, if you could help him out. Um, think about who I am for a moment. Just, just think. Julian, think. Who's in charge here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And she walks over to the kitchen area. Okay, Professor, here's where we keep our mugs. This one's Julian's favorite, and she pulls it out, and it just shatters. (laughs) (laughs) And she looks at you. Bro, birds and glassware. (sighs) I'm gonna go help my cat. (laughs) And what's a cat? (laughs) It's a shape! Yeah. I learned it in trainer school. Hey, Zuko, come with. He waddles over. <laughs> and I, I, I guess, like, he's already in my room, like, Eric? And Hi. Eric call. He's like, you hear him from like, underneath the bed. <laughs> Eric, I need you to come outside. We, we got off to a wrong foot. I looked down at Zuko, I'm like, 
and Zuko goes down on all fours and scoots underneath the bed and just kind of goes hard enough so that just his snoot is underneath the bed. And you see Zuko flinch and then he scoots back out and he's just got Litten's claws clamped onto either side of his face. And then he, like, just stands up and turns to you. And just kind of shrugs. Alright, I just, like, carefully remove claws. And he's like, okay, guys. You're now gonna have to be best friends, because now you're, you're a part of the family, Suko. So this is your brother. And by the way, uh, Eric is, like... It was bubbles, but he was completely soaked. He's just not like this drowned cat. <laughs> I like kind of dry him off with my sweater. And uh, Eric shakes, and now he's all poofy. Letten! And Zuko, like, tuffle down! And he starts blowing a, a big bubble, just like still attached to his mouth. And uh, Eric regards it. And then he bats it with his paw, and it bursts into a bunch of little sparkly water crystals. And Toto or Zuko is like, ta 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 And he like he like does a little happy dance, and he scampers around the room, and then he runs back out. See, that was fun, right? Uh, Litten. And he like t- pulls the claws out, and he crawls up the front of you, and just crawls inside your hoodie. Ow. We'll work on this. We'll work on it, buddy. And you just give him some scratches. I guess, uh, I guess you go... Uh, yeah, I go, I go back into... Go back to the kitchen where uh, uh, Kukui has finished his hot cocoa. He's carefully... Hand- he, oh, he's got like a plastic cup instead that he's carefully handing to Danny. Yeah, that won't shatter. <laughs> and she ta- try to break it. Well, I haven't tried yet. And then she looks at Zuko... Zuko, how tough your chompers! Battle battle! Listen, there's a reason that's the big jaw Pokemon. <laughs> He's got a big jaw. Big strong. I mean, that's... If you look in the Pokedex for Totodile, it just says him big. <laughs> and Kukui hands you a mug of well as well. Thanks. How is it? It's very good. Oh, good. I assume it has, like, all t- some, some spices. Like, spices and cinnamon and nutmeg and whipped cream and... Just all sorts. Red Hots. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the stuff. Alright, and so I guess we fade out of this scene as well? Yeah. Alright, and so we go back out of this, and then we zoom back in. And now we're across the world, over to uh, Bell. Would you be in Kanto at the moment, or would you be in the Sevi Islands? Uh, I think I'm back from the Sevi Islands. All right. So yeah, I'm in Kanto. And I'm assuming you're still staying at Surge's gym. Yeah. And what you doing? Um, I'm probably in kind of a back area, maybe over by, I don't know, sort of like a staff kitchen or whatever. Um, most of the other uh, gym trainers are back home 
with their families and all that, and I'm just hanging out making kind of a Christmas dinner. So while you're working on this, you hear um, a knocking coming from outside the kitchen. Come in! And the door opens up, and you see a person in a big red coat and a big bushy white beard. Serge, that you? No! (laughs) (laughs) It's me! Santa Claus! Nice try, Serge. And he pulls the beard off, and yeah, you see the rest of Serge's face. Ah, but I had you for a second there, didn't I? I'll just, like, hold up my fingers in, like, the really little, you know, space. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just a little bit. Well, you know what, Belle, you're always too smart by half. But I bet the kids are gonna love it. Yeah, they will. Where are you up to in here? Just, uh, making some snacks? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also got a roasting deli bird, so we'll have at least something. It's on the smaller side. And I did get it at the bottom of the Pokemart, uh, <laughs> freezer, so. Not even Christmas ducklet. <laughs> a lot of deli birds. <laughs> Listen, the, the, the bottom of the bin is the best ones. I mean, the top one, everyone keeps taking them out and manhandling them. Pass them around, they get thawed and then have to get refrozen again. The bottom ones, the ones you know they say cold the entire time. Yeah, I had to yank it out of the bottom of the bunker, so... I think it also has some stab wounds to it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Ryan! Ryan, remember the... Uh, the time Dave cooked the turkey? Yes. Yes, I do remember the time Dave cooked the turkey. <laughs> oh. Okay, anybody else know about the Vinyl Cafe? No? I'm, I'm sorry, did someone shank a turkey in your family? <laughs> no, no, this is this is a story from the Vinyl Cafe. Yeah, it was this uh, CBC uh, podcast CBC. series hosted by Stuart McLean, who passed away sadly a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and uh, one of his big stories was about one of his main characters Dave who's kind of like the Canadian uh, Clark Griswold yeah yeah except <laughs> not e- not as evil as Clark did Griswold <laughs> but very bumbling yes and uh, he once was tasked with cooking the turkey and he waited until like the day before um what was it, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Yeah, I think it was a Thanksgiving. Yeah. So he got, like, the turkey that was at the bottom of the meat bunker. And they're, like, it thawing like... it with a hairdryer <laughs> and a hot blanket. It looked like blanket. it had gone into a fight. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> yeah. It's a great story. Okay, so you're cooking this disaster turkey. Um, you uh, you also had Myra by this time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. that turkey looks like it'll be interesting. How's uh, how's little Myra doing? She is uh, very happily snacking on some extra stuff I made for her and the other Pokemon. 
and we pan over to like I guess a cafeteria type place where like there's this whole I guess like a pile of stuffing or whatever and Pokemon Chow. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all just going to yeah. town. You see Electrode like roll over one pile and as it does it's just gone afterwards. <laughs> Would poison Pokemon eat, like, poisonous plants and stuff? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, you no. see... <laughs> what, how would the Magnemite eat the they, holiday dinner? I don't think they eat. They, they just, like, hang around. I'm checking the Pokedex. Um, it says they're an ergovore. They hang out by, like, a, a power outlet. <laughs> <laughs> We got a separate generator for them. <laughs> no, you just you just see some of them around one of those tangled clusters of Christmas lights, and it just every once in a while it just power surges and then it goes dim again. <laughs> so, Belle, do you uh, do you have any other plans for the holiday season? Um, are you thinking about doing anything for New Year's, maybe? Uh, other than maybe sneaking into, uh, Clancy's and hanging out there. Alright, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't pretend you didn't do that kind of stuff, Serge. The less you, the less you hear about what happened in my platoon, the better. <sighs> sure. <laughs> I can only imagine the MREs. Mm, MRE sandwiches. <laughs> Listen, Bell, you've been great to have around here. You really bring a certain something to the gym, but you don't want to be a trainer here forever, do you? No. Have you given any thought, uh, when the new year begins, of maybe taking on a Pokemon League again? A little bit, but I don't... I still got a pretty bad taste from, you know, here. Last time. Well, then don't do the League here. I mean, I I understand your concern. It can be a pretty rough road, but there's a world full of... So many Pokemon Leagues. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's... Hang on, actually. And he pull, He, like, reaches into his Santa sack, and he pulls a little flyer, and it's like... Or no, he pulls a little newspaper, it's like, Look, I mean, look at this. It's the a copy of the Sinnoh newspaper. They're celebrating their thousandth anniversary of being founded next year. That could be fun, do you think? Yeah. And Bell's just remembering back to... All the stuff she read about Senna from when she was hanging out on the Seve Islands. Because, uh, she spent a lot of free time reading books and all that. There was a lot of Sinnoh legends, and that that sounded pretty intriguing. So, yeah. Bell's looking at it. Seems pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it's a really great region. I've been there a few times myself. I've got a friend there, Volkner. I uh, helped him officiate his wedding. It's It's a really... It's a really great place to go, and I think you'd really enjoy it, and, well, more importantly, I think you'd really enjoy getting back in the swing of things as a trainer. Yeah. 
There's only so much you can do as a gym trainer. And then, like, in the distance, you hear someone go, Hey! And like this grungy guitar guy stomps out and is like, Belle, you think you're so cool just because you have a poison type, but I love working for Lieutenant Surge. He's the coolest dude. When's your band gonna actually, you know, make it out of a bar? <laughs> and the guitar guy kind of just, he his mouth starts working, but no noise comes out. Ooh. That's the sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Surge reaches into his pack. Uh, no, Vincent, don't don't get your hair don't get your man button twist. <laughs> I got a present for you too. And he pulls an electric guitar out of the bag and he hands it over, and Vincent sees it. Oh righteous man, this is so cool! Thanks, Dad! Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, I mean, Lieutenant. <laughs> hey, Vince, do you see Lieutenant Surge as a father figure? <laughs> no, Horton, I see him as a father figure. <laughs> also, how'd you get in here? I thought you were a juggler, not a magician. Listen, I juggle things like magnemites. <laughs> Actually, he has three electrodes. <laughs> and electrodes. It's really hard. <laughs> I'm curious how, how heavy your freaking electrodes. Poor size. Do you know? Try, have you ever tried juggling volleyballs? <laughs> I imagine more like, it's slightly more difficult. More like, like they're bigger than a volleyball. They're like exercise ball. <laughs> have you ever tried juggling those human hamster balls? <laughs> <laughs> gotta get it up. Like throwing medicine. Yeah, they're 146 pounds. <laughs> Mercy! That's like juggling daddies. <laughs> I'm fucking jacked, man. It's going to be freaking like the mountain. <laughs> All right, now if you kids are done playing, whose trader gimmick is better than mine? <laughs> yes. I've got this Santa suit on, and I'm planning on going out to help doing some carols for the kids in the city. Does anyone else want to come with me? I'm in. Yeah, sure. I'll bring my guitar! Magnemite! Magnemite? Alright, let's plug in, bro! And he starts playing a sick guitar riff. Belle, did you say you're gonna go caroling? Yeah, I'll go. Gotta save people from Surge's less than um, stellar voice. <laughs> um... As you start walking out, Myra bounds over to- or I guess she hop, she's a bunny, she hops over to you. Yeah. Needle run! I scoop her up. Needle! And she like nuzzles into your neck. Aw. Come here, I'll, I'll put my jacket around her so like her head's all sticking out. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and as you're doing that, you hear outside- Hell bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. <laughs> you, you on, on like faint, more faintly, you hear a child crying. <laughs> and what's going through your head right now? Well, um, 
<laughs> is, is there anything else you'd like to see happen, or should we fade out of this scene as well? Uh, yeah, let's fade out on the uh, quiet sobs of a small child. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we fade, and then we just see a little montage of a bunch of people celebrating their holidays. We see... Gabriel drinking some sparkling cider as Wilford and Rowan very enthusiastically reenact a battle they saw between uh, Kangaskhan and Rhydon. <laughs> nice. You see Julian has whipped out um, like a little guitar and is playing some songs as Danny dances around and Kakui is listening. Um, you see... Belle, like, she's got her, what, like, earmuffs around her ears, and then she's using her hands to hold, uh, Myra's ears down. Yeah. As, as Serge, Horton, and Vincent all very poorly sing carols to the populace of Vermilion. <laughs> you see Star as she's sitting in an abandoned warehouse, um, a whole bunch of grunts, like, running around trying to make stuff happen, but she reaches into her pocket and she pulls out a photo of a young version of herself and a young Belle at Christmas, and then she just kind of crumples it up and tosses it to the side. Angst. We see um, Joni and Inspector Damien as... She's putting up a Christmas tree, but she or trying to, but she's completely wrapped herself up in the lights as they just kind of keep flashing around her. <laughs> and Inspector Damien is trying to untangle them from her. We see Indy, who uh, she's like deep inside some ruins, like all bundled up, and there's like a snowdrift coming in, but she's there with her like excavation crew, and they're all sharing like mugs of hot cocoa and eggnog. And we see a uh, house, an old house in the middle of the woods, and it's a little decrepit, and you can see candles in the windows. And every once in a while, you see a brief glimpse of something, and then it disappears, and then something again, and then it's gone again. And we go inside the house, and there's a young girl, and she's sleeping, and then she begins to toss and turn, and then all of a sudden she bolts upright in bed. And she's breathing heavily, and we realize that this is Cassandra, the fortune teller from when you oh. guys were going through Orberg. Oh. The spoopy lady. And she grabs a sheet of paper, or a sheaf of paper from beside her on her nightstand, and a pen, and she starts writing stuff down. And she quickly writes down, Gabriel, Julian, Belle. And then she looks at the paper, and then she looks up. And she closes her eyes and she takes a breath and she just says, It's gonna start soon, isn't it? Da da. <clears throat> so, hey, happy holidays from the <laughs> Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium crew. Yay! <laughs> but yeah, so you guys enjoy your holidays and have a happy new year. Stay safe. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us at RealSFN on Twitter. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at RyanMitchellHTV, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan.